MPB Think Radio. It's Next Stop Mississippi. I'm Sherita Brent here with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. Today, Mississippi artist Jason Turner of the Jason Turner Band is in studio ahead of his album release party tonight in Jackson. Eliza Bournet and Maxwell George will tell us about the Visions of the Blues issue of Oxford American. And we'll let you know about two holiday events happening in Moss Point and Meridian, Christmas by the River and Peppermint Pops. As always, you can give us a call and tell us about any local events going on in your area. The number is 877-MPB-RING if you want to join the conversation. That's 877-672-7464 or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. You can also follow the conversation on Twitter. Search the hashtag nextstopms. It's Next Stop Mississippi, and it's coming up after the news on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent here with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. And today, Mississippi artist Jason Turner of the Jason Turner Band is in studio ahead of his album release party tonight in Jackson. We'll hear from him. Also, Eliza Bournet and Maxwell George will tell us about the Visions of the Blues issue of Oxford American. And we'll let you know about two holiday events happening in Moss Point and Meridian, Christmas by the River and Peppermint Pops. As always, you can give us a call and tell us about any local events going on in your area. We'd love to hear from you this morning. The number is 877-MPB-RING. 877-672-7464. You can also send an email to nextstop at mpbonline.org. If you're on Twitter, you can search the hashtag nextstopms. I don't know if I've ever even looked at our hashtag. Like, I'm ashamed. I need to do it now. So you can join the conversation that way as well. The hashtag is nextstopms. Good morning, Mary Margaret. How are you? Good morning, Sharita. I am great. Glad to be here. It's uh, been a great week, a beautiful week. I love this crisp, beautiful weather. Yeah, after the storm. Storms passed, you know, things are, are looking much brighter now. Absolutely, absolutely. So it's good to be in studio and uh, excited to kind of break in the holiday spirit with you today. Now, have you been doing some traveling around the state like you usually do? I have. You know, I'm on the road uh, usually at least once or twice a week. And this week I spent two days on the beautiful Mississippi Gulf Coast. And um, every time I go down, I always learn something new, experience something new. So it was a great um, two-day trip. We were there uh, making plans for the first of the three official Mississippi Bicentennial celebrations. So mm-hmm. on um, April 1st of 2017, we'll have a really wonderful celebration at Centennial Plaza in Gulfport. So it was cool to get down there and see this space uh, of Centennial Plaza. But there's also um, a lot going on on the coast related to Christmas. Mm-hmm. Last year, we talked to the folks in Gulfport about their Harbor Lights Festival. Yes, which is beautiful. <laughs> oh, my goodness. You know, yeah. I hadn't seen it until this year. And it is just immaculate. It's incredibly large. It's just Mm -hmm. so special. So um, if you're in the lower 18 counties, there's no reason not to drive over for the for the night and and take it all in. And that's just a cool transformation, because when you think about the coast, you think about the beach and the casinos. You don't think about, uh, like you said, elaborate Christmas lights. So that's a really cool transformation to see. And you can see just some of the images on the uh, on the Internet, but it's nothing like seeing it in person. It's much more impressive. Well, and I was so impressed with how um, organized it was and clean everything was 
was. And then when I was leaving town the next day, you know, crews were out there, you know, trimming rose bushes and, you mm-hmm. know, paying uh, attention to all the all the details. And it really does make such a difference. Well, now that the weather is kind of starting to feel like December weather, I, I guess maybe it's starting to feel like October weather. I mean, we've been in the <laughs> right. 70s. But if you are looking to buy a Christmas tree this year or a tree, you can try visiting one of the state's local Christmas tree farms. So walking through a maze of trees while sipping some hot chocolate is uh, sure to put even the grumpiest Grinch in the holiday spirit, hopefully. Uh, so there's just a whole list of locally owned farms from across the state open for families to choose and cut the ideal Christmas tree and create a life lifetime of memory. So we're talking about in the capital city region, the coast, the Delta, the Hills, uh, the Pines, there is a Christmas tree farm in each of those areas. Uh, have you ever been to a Christmas tree farm? Well, I have been to a Christmas tree farm. We we did that a little bit when I was growing up, but you know, I'm a country girl. So we mm-hmm. also just cut trees off of, you know, the family property, <laughs> which were oh. what we called Christmas bushes, because there was mm-hmm. no sense of shape um, for these trees, so to mm-hmm. speak. They weren't like perfect little triangles. Angles. Mm-hmm. And sometimes they came with critters, but Ooh. Not, not so, all the time. So do these trees shed a lot? Do you have to, I mean, is there constant sweeping or what? No, I mean, I think that uh, folks would argue that when you go to a Christmas tree farm and you have that great experience of the cocoa and the, you know, the maze through the trees and you cut the tree that day, I mean, it's, that's the definition of fresh, right? So yeah. you're not going to have that same sort of needle drop that you do when you grab it from the big box store. Mm-hmm. I think the smell is just so catchy. Captivating. Oh, my goodness. I love the smell of a fresh Christmas tree. But I also love the convenience of a tree that's already done together with lights on it. All you have to do is plug <laughs> it up and then boom, you have it. So that's hey, more that's the direction I'm going. Chocolate and vanilla, you know, <laughs> right, there's something right. for everyone. Right. Well, speaking of something for everyone, uh, we have in studio with us Jason Turner. And we're going to talk with him about his new album. The album release is tonight. And I would say that his music is music for everyone. Uh, would you agree, Jason? Yeah, sure. (laughs) Well, I always like to hear the backstory of musicians, um, how they got into music. That that story is always interesting to me. Uh, So you kind of started your career when you were a teenager, would you say? Uh, Yeah, I would say started when I was a teenager. Um, I've always been someone who, as a kid, I loved music. Like I'd walk around singing and, you know, doing whatever I could do to make be loud and obnoxious to my mom, probably. But uh, (laughs) as a when I was a teenager, I I would always go visit my dad in New Orleans on the train, and there were these two guys playing guitar and singing songs one time for the entire ride, and I just sat there mesmerized, and I got home, and I asked my mom for a guitar. And, cause I'm, so you're self-taught? Self-taught. Oh, wow. That's good. Me too. Me yeah. too. I, I got on the drums like eight, and like you said, I used to annoy my mom. I was beating at literal dents. And mm. uh, on the counters, on the refrigerator, I would just take anything and beat it. But I'm yeah. sure now your mom appreciates that she allows you to do that because she does. Yeah. yeah. Nowadays. Yeah. I'm sure back then I, you know, dropped, kept her awake many hours. But Well, you got that guitar at an early age. Is that when you started writing your own music? I, I it was, you know, it was a very, it, I didn't know what I was doing. I would just make little sounds on the guitar and try to try to make it a song you know eventually but need to learn what i was doing a little bit but yeah i have a, the first weekend i got my guitar i had a notebook and i just wrote all these songs of things i was feeling i my grandfather was dying at the time also i got the guitar so i kind of mm. that's what started that's what i knew how to write 
you know. So was there a particular genre you were trying to uh, achieve as a musician, or was it just feel-good music, or how, how would you categorize yourself? Uh, in, in that time, I was, I'm a kid of the 90s, so the, all the Pearl Jam, Nirvana, all that was out. So mm-hmm. at that time, I was trying to do that, you know, but I eventually, as I you know got a little bit older, I always had an acoustic guitar, and, and it just... As much as I wanted to sound like the rock bands, I just I had an acoustic guitar. My hands were used to that, and I eventually started playing coffee shops and stuff like that. Until a couple of friends of mine taught me into being in a band. So, mm-hmm. so that's but I still play the acoustic guitar in that band. I just figured out how to make it sound like an electric guitar when yeah. I'm doing it. So, uh, the Jason Turner Band uh, is your band. How long have you guys been together, and where do you perform? Uh, we've been together since 1997. Now, there's been different people in that band through the years, but understandable. <laughs> but uh, yeah, but yeah, as far as the band, it's been around 20 years. Now, where are some of the places that you've performed? I, I read that you've played in as front of many as uh, 35,000 people. Mm-hmm. We played that was Bulldog Bash a few years ago. Uh, Open up for the Avett Brothers, but yeah, we. Uh, I mean, everywhere we played, you know, Tennessee, Alabama, Louisiana, all across the state. So anywhere that'll let us play, we'll play there. Well, yeah. and you, you're definitely a fan favorite. You've won multiple uh, Best Music Awards from the Jackson Free Press, um, among many other folks. So what would you say that your audiences are looking for when they come out to hear the Jason Turner Band? Um, well, that's a good question. I don't know. <laughs> uh, hopefully, hopefully this time, I, I think I know everybody that comes to my shows by now from being around for so long that it's, it's more like hanging out with friends, you know? Mm-hmm. And hopefully they come because they like the music. Or, may, or maybe they come to see, you know, if it's going to fall apart. But it's, you know, I don't <laughs> That's know. That's how but, they do us comedians. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> uh, so I'm just curious. At, at some point you moved to Nashville and you came back to Jackson. So what helped you make that decision to come back to Jackson? Um, I'm, I lived in Nashville almost four years. What really, I got married and me and my wife literally moved like two weeks later. Wow. To Nashville. Just kind of real sporadic. And, and so... So we lived there for about, a, you know, almost four years. And I was playing music, but I, we had our first child. And just really homesick brought us back. Mm. And so when I came back, but it, I will say that's probably the best decision I ever did because I played more music here and was able to do so much more by coming home to Mississippi than I, I was in Nashville. Because Nashville, you know, I was waiting tables and I'd play gigs, but everybody I knew was playing gigs, you know. So it's, um, it's a totally great idea to move back here. Yeah. Absolutely. That's a pretty I, I lived cool in Nashville for a little while and and even though it is Music City, I felt like I didn't hear as much music as I did here in Mississippi. Right. Something mm-hmm. about the saturation level, it just, you know, I don't know, it didn't click. So it's, That's kind of why I agree. Yeah, it was I mean it you tell somebody you had a show and it was just kind of like it was like white noise cuz everybody had a show. You know, it's like, wow. oh, yeah, okay, you've got a show too. Well, so is Johnny, you know, and and Sarah and everybody, you know. So well, we're really excited to have uh, your album in hand, Jason Turner Reset. Now, which number is this? What album is this? Uh, if we're keeping count, it's seven. But the <laughs> ones that are that I'm not trying to hide from the public, that's number four. Okay. <laughs> so talk to us a little bit about, about this album, Reset. How long did it take you to make it? And what, what is the vibe of the, the album? Because I'm, I'm looking at the, the song titles, Guilt and Shame, Breaking My Heart, While You Were Here, you know, mm-hmm. it just seems to have some emotion in it. So talk it, a little bit about it. There's some darker themes, and but I have a thing where I kind of write poppy songs that have really, they're not depressing lyrics, but I I mean, I, I write from what I know, either personal ex- personal experience or stuff friends went through and 
I don't know. It's just my way of coping with it. Even the good stuff too. I mean, I write the good stuff that I see when in life, but, uh, this, um, it literally took us 20 hours to record. That's it. Yeah. And it, wow. But we finished it in January. It's the studio got real busy. So it's, it took a while to get it mixed, but, uh, but literally it's kind of the, my idea with this album is to go in and do it pretty much almost live. How, how you would see our band tonight play. Is how that album's record. There's not a lot of overdubs. That's pretty smart. That's pretty smart, Jason, because, you know, there's nothing worse than you get an album and it has all these special effects and all these Ah, sounds. And when Mm -hmm. you get to the live performance, it sounds nothing like that. So that's pretty smart on your behalf, too. Well, that's kind of how all my other albums. I mean, I I like those and they were great experiences, but to hear it on the album than to hear us play it, because we're a trio. I mean, it's always Mm -hmm. pretty much been, you know, guitar, bass, and drums. So we'd make albums where you put... 10 guitar tracks on it and it's my fault because i overthink it i'm like what if i put this little bitty thing that no one's gonna <laughs> sure. notice you know so this one is like no let's not do that let's just line up in a room and record that's good now you did this album at malico records here in jackson I did. and tell about that decision well i've always had my mom worked at malico when i was a kid and i i got in trouble my senior year and got suspended a few times and and uh, I'd have to go work there as punishment. <laughs> oh, so, wow. that's rough. Some punishment. <laughs> yeah, I'm a music kid, and I'd have to shrink wrap CDs. I'm like, can I just quit school and come here? <laughs> right. But, uh, and so, I mean, I've you know all, always known those guys. And a couple of years ago, they signed me to a publishing deal. And so I, I did my last album there. And then now they have a brand new new label they're starting called Old Trace, which they're doing for you know local artists around Mississippi from all different genres. But uh, So this album's actually on their label. So. Nice. Very cool. So the album release party is going to be tonight at Hal and Mal's. Uh, what are the details as far as the time? Uh, the doors are going to open at 8. Um, we're going to play all night. Mm-hmm. So, you know, you're playing the whole get your album Red tonight. Bull. You're playing the whole album Playing tonight. the whole album. Okay. We might, I mean, as long as people are there, we might play every album. All right. So, wow. <laughs> so, I mean, I mean, it's, I'm not stopping until I'm like, okay, there's three people left here and they're passed out. So we'll, we'll leave. <laughs> All right. And I got a, uh, Spencer from the band Young Valley. He's going to be playing a solo acoustic set to kind of start the night. We'll, Great. We'll preview the album, playing it, maybe show some of the music videos we just released. It's going to just going to be a good hangout time. That's so. cool that you have music videos, too. I kind of thought they were phasing out, but I guess not. I, I, I have always loved to see the, the video to go along with the song. So that's cool. It's fun to... I, it's my first, not my first experience with music videos, but first where, you know, people are acting in them. So it's kind of been fun to watch. <laughs> okay. Where and, do we and watch them? An, uh, you can watch them on Old Trace's YouTube or mine. Jason, just everything online is Jason Turner Band. Okay, so, great. Well, Jason, since Facebook. you have your, uh, what's your Facebook? Facebook.com slash Jason Turner Band. Excellent. Well, since you have your guitar with you, we'd love to hear you play a song uh, before you leave. All right. So what song are you going to play? Oh, let's see. What could I sing this early in the morning? I'm more of a vampire. So, like, right now I'm just kind of, like, barely seeing y'all. It's all blurry. But uh, I'm going to play a song called Only One. It was the first song we released on this. Nice. Of all the things I've done in my life, the only one that I got right is lay my eyes on her. A heart full of venom and a liar soul, waiting for my demons to take control, till she showed me into the light. 
was broken, I was nothing till I found her, and now I'm home. She unnerves me, she's above me, she's the only one I She's a vision, my best decision. She's the Lasting years have passed me by Making my decisions with closed eyes Till she showed me into the light Too weak to be good, just want to do right I wore myself in a constant fight Till she rescued my soul Well, I was broken, I was nothing Till I found her And now I'm home She unders me She's above me She's the only one I She's a vision My best decision She's the only one I Give my whole life Listening to Jason Turner He's playing a song only one. We're going to take a quick break and we'll be back in just a moment. This is Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent here with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. And today we are featuring lots of cool things. We just had Jason Turner uh, of the Jason Turner Band. He was talking about his album release party that's going to be at Howl and Miles and Jackson tonight. Great way to start the show. And uh, now we have on the lines with us Eliza Bournet and Maxwell George. We're going to talk with them about the visions of the blues issue of the Oxford American. Uh, good morning to you both, Eliza and Maxwell. Thanks for being on. Good morning. Thank you for having us. Hi. Thanks. Hi. We're excited to be here. Well, we're so glad to have you guys on talking about uh, the new Southern Music Issue number 18 of Oxford American. This is an ongoing project of Oxford American, but always something a little different. And this year, something a lot different. Yes. um, We are so excited to do something different this year, focusing on a genre. Just in case your listeners aren't familiar with the Music Issue series, I thought I'd start by giving a little bit of information about the Oxford American and about the past 18 years of celebrating Southern music. Yeah, that would be great. Okay. So uh, the Oxford American has Mississippi roots. We are an award-winning national magazine with a focus on Southern culture, uh, founded in Oxford in 1992, though now we're based in Little Rock, about to celebrate our 25th anniversary next year. Wow, congratulations. Thank you. Uh, We publish fiction and journalism and gorgeous artwork and poetry. It's a really beautiful magazine, but we're really best known for our annual music issue, which we started publishing in 1997. Like you said, this is our 18th year, and 
from what we hear, our readers and fans really look forward to it all year. They become collector's items. And uh, since 2009, we have focused on a different southern state every year. I should also mention, very important, the magazine comes with a CD compilation, uh, which people love. The highly sought-after CD highly compilation. Highly sought-after. And I have to say that um, in 2011, we did the Mississippi Music Issue, and that, I think, remains one of our most popular issues ever, which should be no surprise to y'all. <laughs> Um, but this year we decided to do something different uh, by focusing on a genre theme. So I'll let Max, uh, Max and I, I'm the editor of the magazine. Max is the managing editor, and we work together to um, edit the magazine and produce the CD. And I'll let him talk a little bit about our um, idea for Visions of the Blues. Yeah, so um, that that language is very intentional. We're not calling this this Southern music issue the quote-unquote blues issue, um, it would really be impossible to try to gather the whole story of the blues um, and put it in one magazine and on one, one CD. So we've gone with uh, this theme, Visions of the Blues, uh, and we've really tried to hone in on stories and experiences and songs, um, both from the South and, and deeply connected to blues delta roots in Mississippi, uh, but also going internationally and looking for these indelible visions of where this music comes from and where it's gone and how it's continuing to be relevant and continuing to be transformed, um, even in music today. Well, and, and I think those are really important conversations to talk about. You know, with the Mississippi Blues Trail, which is a, a big feature in, in this Visions of the Blues issue, you know, we, we often are talking about musicians who may have passed, but uh, there is so much contemporary blues happening, um, not only in Mississippi, but around the Southeast right now. So even on your cover, you know, you mentioned John Lee Hooker and, you know, uh, Alan Toussaint, who we lost not too long ago, but then you've also got features on Alabama Shakes and other, you know, artists that are really um, using those influences to make music now. Yeah, I'll, that was that was also very intentional. Um, one thing that we did this year that we had never done before is we created three different cover images. We have three versions of the cover, so I think that's something kind of fun for our subscribers and for people shopping for the issue. It's a surprise which one would come in the mail and um, which one you know you can choose on the newsstand, which one you get to bring home. But we wanted to feature three different generations of great musicians. So we've got, you know, one of the greatest bluesmen, John Lee Hooker, and beloved musician Bonnie Raitt. But then we also feature Adia Victoria, who was born in 1986, you know, contemporary artist. Her debut album, um, Beyond the Bloodhounds, just came out this spring and is really, um, you know, a contemporary artist who is... Uh, honoring the Delta Blues and kind of reinventing the tradition and um, Very are, nice. are so excited to celebrate her music in addition to the classics. Well, I'm very excited about listening to the album. I see some names that I recognize and some I don't recognize. And, and I imagine, uh, who, who are you targeting um, with the stories in this magazine? You know, you, there are some informative pieces in here, some, some in-depth pieces. Uh, are you trying to reach the younger generation so they can know a history of the blues? Um, uh, what are your thoughts on that? That's a great question. I think... And there's not an easy answer to that. Um, you know, we have, we have great loyalty in our readership. We have readers who are older, who've been with us from the beginning. And so we, 
certainly want to deliver an issue that they are going to love. Um, but yes, of course, we want to reach younger readers. Max and I are um, in, in the younger generation, and we we work with writers of many ages. I mean, this issue is a great example. We've got people like Elijah Wald and Grail Marcus, some of the greatest music writers today. But then we're also working with some more some younger writers and emerging writers. Um, one example of that would be, which has a great Mississippi connection, is Rashad Allison. Um, we're so happy that he's making his Oxford American debut in this issue. Rashad's a, a younger writer from Arkansas who's writing about the great Malico Records, the Jackson-based record label, and um, telling the history of the label, but also specifically writing about <clears throat> his personal experience as a listener, um, how much how much the music that the label was putting out in the 80s in particular was um, impacting his family, how they're inspired by the music, how they celebrated listening to it, and how it helped it help them get through hard times. Yeah, uh, there's a piece in the magazine where it talks about a lyric from uh, the Uptown Funk song, Ride to Harlem, Hollywood, Jackson, Mississippi. And I know I was shocked when I first heard it. I was <laughs> right. like, what, what does Bruno yeah. Mars know about Jackson, Mississippi? Uh, what were some things that you covered um, about that particular lyric and why it came about? I, so I, I think that what you're referring to is a piece in our Blues Visionaries yes. section. So, And I can tell, talk a little bit about that. So um, the Oxford American is a nonprofit, and we are really able to publish the magazine through a variety of different kind of revenue streams from readers subscribing to the magazine, buying it on the newsstand, our advertisers, um, our donors, and our sponsors. So this issue was made possible by the generous support of several different sponsors, um, various organizations and foundations, um, groups of people that have dedicated themselves to promoting and publicizing blues music. So places like um, some familiar names to you guys, Visit Jackson, Visit Mississippi, Delta Regional Authority. And I believe it was in the Visit Jackson, we have an insert section where each of these visionaries um, kind of told the story of their relationship to the blues and the the Visit Jackson piece was about, started with quoting that lyric. Yeah. That's right. And um, so our friends at Visit Jackson have this great section that really talks about, you know, Jackson's deep roots in recorded music, but also the live music scene here. There's a a great um, feature on the Gateway to the Blues Museum in Tunica, Mississippi, which really serves as a welcome center for blues travelers coming on their pilgrimage to uh, to the state to follow our great blues trail, which we also have a, a special feature mm-hmm. on. So really in good company here. And, and obviously the uh, Oxford American music issue is a collector's item, but I, I, would, uh, I would go to say that this very well-designed and super funky insert is also going to be in that category as well. Well, well, good. Thank you. We're glad that that you feel that way. Um, we were very pleased with how it turned out, and so grateful to these sponsors. And I have to—I'll just say on a personal note—I was I was down in Jackson for the Mississippi Book Festival in August, mm-hmm. and had so much fun driving from Little Rock, where I live, down to Jackson, stopping at Yazoo City, and checking out some of the you know, the Blue Front Cafe Blues Marker. And, yeah, um, it's a it's a, a wonderful and fun and educational trip that. Many of our readers have already experienced that. Well, Eliza, this is a, a great issue. Let folks know where they can find it and where they can learn more. It, it would be a wonderful uh, stocking stuffer or just a little happy for a friend as the holiday seasons are rolling in. 
Sure, yes. I do tell everyone that the Oxford American is the perfect gift. Um, it's the, it retails for fifteen ninety five, and that is a quite a bargain, we think, because you get a 160-page magazine and a 23-track CD with that, and you are supporting you know, all the writers and artists in the magazine, too. Uh, you can buy it directly from the Oxford American. Our website is OxfordAmerican.org. You can subscribe there. You can find newsstand locations. You can also go to our online store at OxfordAmericanGoods.org. And I will say, if you go to the online store, you can pick out which cover you get to bring home, or what I suggest everyone do is collect all three. Um, you can buy the music issue at Barnes & Noble and Books A Million, or at you know, many of our wonderful independent bookstore partners. There's so many great bookstores in Mississippi. Um, I couldn't possibly name them all, but I know places like Lemuria Books in Jackson and Square Books in Oxford and Turn Row Books in Greenwood carry the magazine. Excellent. Well, it is a very high quality uh, publication. So kudos to you guys for putting this together and just doing the research and uh, getting the knowledge to put this together. It's, it's wonderful. Uh, so thank you so much, Maxwell and Eliza, for being on. We really appreciate it. Thank you. Thank you. Our pleasure. All right. Uh, we're going to take a quick break. And when we get back, we're going to learn about Christmas by the River, which is happening in Moss Point. Peppermint Pops is coming up in Meridian. Uh, just a couple things to look forward to uh, this weekend. You can give us a call at 877-MPB-RING if you have any comments or questions. If you want to let us know about any local events going on in your area, we'd love for you to join the conversation. The number is 877-672-7464 or email nextstop at mpbonline.org. We'll be back in just a moment. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sherita Brent in studio with Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. And today we've been telling you about some things happening uh, this weekend. We learned about the album release party. Jason Turner's is coming up at Hall & Mouse tonight. I'm going to try to get out there. What uh, a great way to start the morning. I man. mean, anyone who can just strum and sing like that on cue <laughs> has my respect. Morning? Yeah, I usually have to drink some tea or something because I sound like a grown man in the morning. So I have to <laughs> fix myself up before I try to sing or talk or do anything. Uh, but right now we're going to learn about something really cool. Christmas by the River, which is coming up in Moss Point. Chad Smith, the superintendent of Parks and Recreation, is on the line to tell us about this. Good morning, Chad. Thank you for being with us. Hey. How many years has Christmas by the River been happening? Oh, this has been going on over 25 years. They, the people that started it have been doing it so long. <laughs> they can't even remember what year they started. But <laughs> a long tradition. Well, and Christmas by the River isn't just a name. I mean, it really is literally what you guys are celebrating and doing uh, this Saturday in Moss Point. Tell us a little more about it. 
Well, uh, for the city of Moss Point, uh, it's a day-long celebration. Uh, we are starting early in the morning at 10 a.m. at Riverfront Community Center with Breakfast with Santa. Uh, that We've invited uh, the public, uh, the schools, to come get a ticket to see Santa. We've only got 200 seats, and most of those seats have been taken. Uh, but, you know, they're going quick. But uh, it starts at 10 a.m. We're going to uh, have Waffle House. They're going to come and do waffles for everybody. Oh. And they'll get a chance to take a picture with Santa. And Mossville Alumni Association is doing that uh, free of charge for the kids. So and it's that, a great thing. That community center is such a nice space uh, to begin with. So great way to start the morning. And then do you have other activities planned for the afternoon? Yes, ma'am. Uh, we've got a Christmas parade, and that's the land parade. It comes down Main Street, uh, starts at Southgate Shopping Center, uh, and comes all the way to Riverfront Park, where Christmas by the River will, will happen later that evening. And for the and, and note this, listeners, land parade. For the land parade, I imagine you'll have some local marching bands and the like? Yes, Moss Point uh, School District is sending their high school band. Uh, we're excited about that. Um, we've got the National Guard is sending some troops. Um, we've got 56 entries from the community. Um, we're looking at floats. We're looking at all types of vehicles, uh, lots of throws. It's just going to be a great time. So, uh, Chad, can you talk a little bit more about the downtown area of Moss Point and how important that waterfront area is for the city? Oh, man, it really is. It's uh, it's one of our greatest assets, and that's really talking about the Escatapa River. Um, it runs right through downtown Moss Point. Um, and years ago, they put this dock line in to where, you know, it's over a 1,000 uh, yards of dock line, <clears throat> and it provides for uh, a, an immaculate area to where you can put on special events such as this. Um, but what's unique is uh, we have this boat parade that's going to be happening uh, tonight at 615. Uh, but that comes after our Christmas tree lighting. Uh, we're going to be at the Riverfront Welcome Center. Uh, we're going to have some holiday music. Uh, and the mayor's going to give a welcome, and he's going to light uh, the city Christmas tree. Now, I saw last year that there were at least a 1,000 people present. Uh, are you expecting an even bigger turnout this year? It's been growing every year. Uh, so, yes, we expect, uh, you know, more than a 1,000 people to show up. Uh, it, but, you know, we've you know, looked at everything, and uh, it's, just, it's just, just a great place for people to come and just you know, mingle and have a, you know, a good time with the community. And what really is the best way to take in um, Christmas by the river? Do we need to bring chairs? Can we bring a blanket? Do you have seating already set up? Well, there's benches all over the place. But, yeah, if you want to come and sit, you know, but a lot of people stand on the dock because they want to catch throws. (laughs) So they stand pretty much the whole time. Mm. Um, But if you want to come and relax, yeah, bring a long chair. Uh, and, you know, just, you know, have at it. But like I said, there's lots of benches around, um, and you can get set up uh, for the fireworks show uh, at 7 o'clock. Now, you mentioned that you had more than 56 folks registered for the land parade. What what are you expecting in terms of participation for the water parade? I think it, it ranges because, I mean, you have boats that sometimes, you know, are working perfectly. They decorate them, and then something goes, you know, wrong with the engine, you know. So you, you can never pinpoint how many, but it usually ranges from 20 to 30 to 40 sometimes. So uh, right now we're, you know, looking at least 20 boats. But, I mean, you know, like I said, I mean, it, it, it can, you know, you never know uh, until the day of, of the event. 
So, Chad, who are the captains of these ships on the river? Uh, you know, who, who are the people that are that are operating these these uh, water devices vessels well, vessels? vessels. <laughs> <laughs> They're just locals, you know, and they, it's just a long-standing tradition that that's been going on for you know, like I said, for so long. Um, and some of them have been doing it every year. They look forward to it. They decorate their boats, and some of these are you know big recreational you know uh, vessels. That, you know, are enormous, like a shrimp boat that was, uh, you know, revamped into a recreational uh, vehicle. We've had uh, barges built out of, you know, just literally barges built like a double deck with fires on them, like they're camping out on it, you know. So it's original. Uh, They have these original ideas where you see something you've never seen every year. But there's uh, they're just local, you know, captains and people with their own boats. Nice. Uh, so could you talk a little bit more about uh, some other things that may be coming up in Moss Point that people can look forward to if they can't make it to Christmas by the river? Yeah, I mean, we've uh, we've been doing uh, a lot of things this past year. Uh, you know, in the next, uh, you know, month, um, of course, the winter season is coming in. Um, but we're looking uh, at getting uh, our boat races uh, back this summer. Uh, worked with ODVA and uh, we had uh, and worked with DSRA as well and had our first Wake the Dog uh, boat race tournament um, and that's usually in August uh, but you know we do you know so many other things uh, the River Jamboree in May uh, that's uh, going to be coming up um, you know and we just you look to utilize uh, this Riverfront Park in, in other ways uh, we're working on. Uh, doing some uh, movies uh, on a monthly basis um, out here for the kids uh, coming up here when the weather gets, you know, nice and cozy. Well, that's great. And, you know, we're really proud that the Riverfront Welcome Center and the community of Moss Point are the most recent to join us on the Mississippi Blues Trail with a marker there um, at the center. And, you know, that's a great uh, a great way for folks to learn about their local um, arts and culture um, is through these signs. And we know a lot of people will be seeing that tonight as they come out to enjoy the parade. Now, uh, are you guys going to have uh, food on site or? Uh, yes, we've got 15 uh, food vendors. I mean, like fair type food, uh, fried shrimp, you know, fried fish, you've got hamburgers, you've got chicken on a stick, funnel cakes, you name it, uh, it's going to be there. We've got Mexican food, I mean, all, all authentic types of food. So, you know, if, if you want to come down and eat, it's going to be good. Excellent. Well, Chad, uh, remind us once again what time everything starts and where people need to be. Well, breakfast uh, with Santa is going to be at 10 a.m. Uh, that's at Riverfront uh, Community Center. Uh, then you have the land parade, which is going to start uh, coming down Main Street at 3 p.m. Uh, the Christmas tree lighting will be at the Riverfront Welcome Center. That will be at 5.30. And that's where we've been doing uh, to celebrate music. Um, we do a session the last Saturday of every month called Live at the Pallet Mill. And we have uh, artists come in and play uh, music for free. So it's like a free listening room on the river. Uh, and that's celebrating that blues marker because we've got tons of artists that, that uh, come out of Moss Point. Um, but that's at our river, Riverfront Welcome Center. And then at 6.15, the boat parade uh, will come down the dock line. And then right after the boat parade, about 7 o'clock, we'll be shooting those fireworks. Sounds good. Well, Chad, thank you so much for being on today and giving us some great information about the city of Moss Point. And I hope you have fun at your event that's been going for almost three decades, or maybe you said you guys didn't even know when it started. <laughs> Thank you so much, Chad. We appreciate you being on. 
My pleasure. Y'all have a good day. You too. You, you can tell I don't do boating. I set a water device. <laughs> That's right. I, I loved how we could hear Chad's office phone ringing in the background. You know he's a busy man today if he has two parades, some Santa sightings, fireworks, and right. 15 food trucks to get they, organized. They had me at uh, Waffle House. I don't know. It seems like the dirtier the Waffle House, the better the food. Would you agree with <laughs> you that? You know, I've heard that before. <laughs> I've heard that. Would you agree with that? Uh, you know, we, we uh, when we get back, we're going to talk with uh, somebody about Peppermint Pops, which is coming up in Meridian. And uh, we might have a little time for trivia. Uh, do you know the state's waterfowl? Do we have an official waterfowl? Yes. I, I, I cannot say that I am uh, familiar with the state's official waterfowl. Good. Well, I'm going to see who is. All right, folks, give us a call. We're going to do a little trivia here. What is the state of Mississippi's waterfowl? What is the official waterfowl for the state of Mississippi? If you know, give us a call, 877-MPB-RING. That's 877-672-7464. Or send us an email to nextstop at mpbonline.org. We're going to take a quick break. We'll learn about peppermint pops on the other side of this break. This is Stick Radio on MPB. This is an MPB Think Radio podcast. To hear previous shows, visit mpbonline.org or download the MPB Public Radio app to listen on your iPhone or Android phone on demand. And welcome back to Next Stop Mississippi on MPB Think Radio. I'm Sharita Brent, joined in studio by Mary Margaret Miller of Visit Mississippi. And uh, today we've talked about a multitude of things. Album release party happening tonight at Hal and Mal's. Jason Turner. Gonna be good. Yeah, if, if, if this morning was any indication of what's going to happen tonight, I'm telling you, the folks are going to be in for a great treat. Uh, so we threw out a trivia question before we went to the break, and it is, what is the state of Mississippi's official waterfowl? I was surprised to figure it out. <laughs> I got a text, uh, Sharita, uh, with a, a potential answer. Mm-hmm. Um, the spoon-billed crane, that came in from Teresa Haygood, a great mosaic artist in the Jackson area. Is that uh, the answer? No, that's a good guess. That's a good guess, but that's not the answer. Uh, Heston is in Greenwood and possibly has the answer. Good morning, Heston. What do you think it is? It's wood duck. The wood duck, yes. Yes, bravo. You are right. You are right. That's right. And the wood duck is a beautiful, it's a beautiful little bird thingy. Uh, West, Heston, I'm going to put you back on hold and we'll uh, get your information, have a little prize for you. Okay, but the wood duck is a species of, of perching duck found in North America. It is one of the most colorful North American waterfowl. And if you just Google this duck, it is absolutely beautiful. Well, and we maybe should have kept our caller on the line that knows more about wood ducks than we do, but maybe is is it duck season now? Is this a popular duck for hunting? I don't know. I hope not. It's so beautiful. (laughs) I hope not. I hope not. You would hope not until it was in your gumbo and and you were really enjoying it. (laughs) I don't think I've ever had duck and gumbo. That sounds like it would be good, but yeah, I think, look, Sam's like, 
Yeah, Sam said it's really good. Uh, well, as I mentioned, we're going to talk about Peppermint Pops, which is coming up in Meridian. And we have our guest on the line, uh, Kay. Good morning, Kay. You're going to have to help me pronounce your last name. I don't want it okay. mispronounced. O'Shaughnessy? It's, it's very Irish. It's O'Shaughnessy. That's correct. Excellent. Excellent. Well, uh, Peppermint Pops, it sounds like a really cool event, especially because uh, John Christopher Adams, the tenor, is going to be performing. Uh, tell us a, a little bit about it. It's happening tomorrow. Tell us more about it. Okay. The um, event is funded by Structural Steel, and they make sure we have such a gala event. It's so much fun. It, uh, the doors will open at 6 o'clock if you still need to get a ticket. And the uh, violin students, we have a great educational program for violin string students here at the Symphony House in Meridian. Stephen Guaz is our instructor, and they will be performing at 6.30 in the Grand Lobby so that everybody can come and really get into spirit listening to these young students play Christmas traditional melodies. And then the actual event itself will be at 7 o'clock, and we are thrilled to have John Christopher Adams back again by popular demand. He was so uh, beautifully uh, appreciated last year that we are looking forward to him singing some of the same things that he did last year, but we've added some new things. Um, our accompanist for the Meridian Symphony Chorus is a talented composer arranger himself, and he's arranged a couple of pieces for John Christopher to sing with the Meridian Symphony Chorus, mm. which is directed by Suzanne Kane. Have I told you too much? <laughs> no. More to come. We have other things that are happening that evening as well. Well, John Christopher Adams is absolutely amazing. Uh, he's he's been, from your area. He's like yeah. homegrown. We are so excited to be able to listen to his fabulous I, I would be surprised if, if he didn't even need a microphone because I believe his voice would carry through an entire <laughs> an entire room. He, he's awesome. He does. He does. He is just one exquisitely talented individual, and we are so pleased. And I am proud to say that there is a lot of talent in all of Mississippi, and this particular area of Meridian is so wonderful to support our arts with their contributions and their support by attending the event. And for this one, we will have Santa Claus making a special appearance while we have a sing-along of traditional carols, both sacred and popular, and then Santa will host his reception in the Grand Lobby immediately following the concert. We will have Christmas punch and cookies and cupcakes. And these are also supplied to us by our vendors, Margie's Cupcakes here in Meridian, Margie's Fixing Bowl, and then the Daily Grind. So I'm giving a little plug to those businesses that help us so much, free presentations yeah. and all these different um, people in our community, both business and individuals, help make what the symphony does. Excellent, possible. Kay. Well, uh, we hope the event is a great success. It's going to be tomorrow, and what time is it going to be? Again, Sharita, the times are at the Riley Center. All of our symphony programs are at the um, Mississippi State University Center for Education, the Riley Center, downtown Meridian, and the violin students will play at 6.30, and the actual concert itself begins at 7 p.m., 
All right. Well, well, thank you. Thank you so much, Kay. We're, we're almost out of time. We appreciate you being on today. Mayor Margaret, thank you for being in with me. Thank uh, you, Sharia. Sam Wells was our board operator. Jonas Adams was our call screener. Thanks to you guys. Stay tuned. Southern Remedy for Women is coming up next on MPB Think Radio.